Hey guys, what's going on? It's uh, it's Hunter. Uh, this is going to be the first episode of an Asian's take on politics. Today I'm going to be talking about immigration. Um, I've talked about immigration before. Most of the stuff that I've talked about has just been really base level, surface level stuff. Uh, today I'm going to take a deeper dive with statistics and all that stuff. Um, yeah, so just to put it in perspective, in 2017... 10.5 million immigrants were accounted for <clears throat> and recognized as being immigrants in 2017. Now, this number was much higher in 2012 when Obama was elected. It was at 40 million. So, you can already see that we've steadily started to decrease the amount of immigrants that we've been allowing into America, or we've caught, which is good. You know, I'm I'm definitely a big supporter of closed borders. I don't think we should have completely open borders where we let anyone in who wants to come in. Um, obviously, there's tourists and stuff. They should be allowed to come. It's good for internal revenue and stuff like that. But, I mean, people that are just fleeing their countries, I don't think that we should make America the safe haven for immigrants. I, I just don't think that's right. We we are a nation that's built off of immigrants, right? But the thing is, we can't have immigrants now. They're, they're lowering our our jobs. They're taking our jobs away, basically. So... In 2017, the workforce was primarily made up of 7.6 million immigrants. Now, that's not that much of a massive percent of our workforce. It's actually relatively low, right? It's somewhere around, I want to say, 20-ish percent. Like, that's still a good margin. That's almost a fourth. But those immigrants, that 20%, have taken jobs away from hard-working Americans who either have degrees and are expecting a higher pay because of their degrees or are just able to be paid at a lower wage because they're immigrants and they don't really... They're able... They just work for cheaper. That That's, that's the end of discussion, really. So, <clears throat> California, Texas, and Florida... New York, New Jersey, and Illinois. They account for 57% of immigrants in America. Now, Texas is understandable. Florida and California, they're understandable. Even really Illinois. But New York and New Jersey, how are they coming from Mexico, right? And making it all the way to New York and New Jersey, unless they're taking boats around and they're somehow getting through our borders I really feel that we need stronger border protection. Our border protection, of course, under the Trump administration, it was becoming very strong. We were building a wall to keep uh, Mexican-Americans, or not even Mexican-Americans, just illegal immigrants out of our country. I completely supported that. That was something I thought was a great idea. Obviously, the left or the liberals whatever you want to call them, the Democrats, they didn't like that idea because they're all super, super inclusive and they want 
all these people to be allowed in America no matter what, no matter what their race is, no matter what their background is. But that's, that just shouldn't be how it is. So it really, realistically, it just affects native employment rates. You're seeing more immigrants coming into America and you're seeing less registered Americans working jobs, right? Look at the, uh, the unions in New York City, for example. There's laborers' unions, there's carpenter unions, <coughs> there's tons of unions, excuse me. Now, most of those unions that are predominantly in New York are of registered Americans. They are of people who have either followed through with the complete immigration process or they're people that are just Americans who wanted to get a job in one of those unions. Now, of course, there's going to be cheaper work. Unions, to pay for their services, they're expensive, right? But you're getting some pretty good work. But side jobs and stuff, they're they're being really primarily taken by day laborers or immigrant laborers, whatever you want to call them. You know, the guys that you would pick up at like a 7-Eleven or something. Because they'll work for cheaper. Now, will they do as good of a job? Maybe. Some of them are skilled. But should we be buying their work? Should we be paying them for their work when we can be paying a little bit more and get an American-made job done? I don't know, to be honest with you. Obviously, people are going to pay for the cheaper option. If the quality of work is the same, why would you pay someone $20 an hour opposed to $10 an hour? You wouldn't. It's just, it's unrealistic. But the reason it's so inflated like that is because the immigrants are coming in and they're taking, they're taking jobs. That's the reason. So, almost... 70% of immigrants find loopholes and they can apply for food stamps and welfare. Now, 70% is a huge margin, all right? Imagine 70% of 10.5 million. That's, that's, That's absurd. That's just insane. That's so many millions of people. Not so many millions, but it's a couple million people who are able to find loopholes in the systems and apply for food stamps and welfare. Now... Obviously, there's some people that need food stamps and welfare. There's people of lower-income families who need food stamps just to eat, just to put dinner on the table. And there's people that need welfare. Maybe they're out of work for a little while. Maybe the coronavirus has affected them. This is a whole other topic that I can talk about another day. But realistically, we need to get tighter grips on who can apply for welfare and who can apply for food stamps. Because if immigrants are finding loopholes into the system, they're taking away taxpayer money from people that can actually use it, that actually need it, right? I just think that's wrong. I I don't think that's right. So, something that's really been bugging me the past couple days, even the past couple weeks, once Joe Biden tried to pass this law and it eventually got pushed through the Senate and the court, and it's 
completely passed now. It's This is a thing. So ICE needs pre-approval before arresting immigrants, okay? Now, the problem with this is they need pre-approval. They need Joe Biden's executive order that they can arrest the immigrants. So he gets to pick and choose. That's not right. You shouldn't... That's just not okay, right? Another story is ICE almost freed a couple sex offenders, right? Because Biden released... He, he put out an executive order to release all, all immigrants. The executive order is called the release them all. That's what the, the order is called. So imagine, right, if you're a border patrol agent or an ICE agent, whatever you want to be called, and you're told to release these sex offenders into the United States of America, are you going to want to do that? No, not at all. I mean, who would want more sex offenders in America? We already have such a high rate of sex offenders being accused in this country. Do we want more? No, we don't. So, I'm not saying immigrants or Mexicans cause more crimes than white people or black people do who are natively... They natively reside in America. But... There is a couple statistics that would state that they do provide higher crime rates for America. So, in 2018, a quarter of drug arrests made by ICE were on the Mexico-U.S. border, right? Now, I don't know the exact statistic on it, but I'd say at least 70%. Of people smuggling drugs from Mexico to the U.S. Or vice versa. From the U.S. to Mexico. They're illegal immigrants. I mean. I don't know the exact statistic on it. But I would say they're definitely illegal immigrants. And I mean a quarter of drug arrests. That's that's 25%. Like that's, that's a good portion. It's not a whole lot. But it's a good portion. So, another thing is non-citizens account for 64% of federal arrests, okay? That's 64% is more than half. Now, that's getting pretty pretty bad. I mean, if non-citizens account for more than half of the arrests in America, I mean, are the natives really the problem here? Are we the problem? I I would say no. People are going to call me racist. They'll call me whatever they want. But, I mean, these are, these are stats. These are real numbers. 64% of federal arrests. More than half. Non-citizens. That's crazy. That's really not okay. I mean, to put it in perspective, Central American arrests are at 20%. Okay. it's a decent number. It's not huge. But, I mean, obviously, you can't get rid of crime in a country. No matter what, you're going to have sick people. You're going to have people who can't put dinner on the table. Who need to go commit crimes to maybe get the money. People who just want to commit crimes. That's going to happen no matter what. But, when a majority of those people committing those crimes are 
illegal aliens or non-citizens, I mean, you would think that our president would look at that and think, hey, maybe it's time we get a tighter grip on border control. That's what Trump was doing. A lot of people hated him for that. They called him a racist. But no, he knew statistics. He understood that more than 64% of people that were being arrested in America were illegal immigrants. That's, I just don't think that's okay. Um, I mean, fitting with arrests and all that stuff, two-thirds of people booked in Texas jails are immigrants. Two-thirds, that's about 66%. That's, that's a pretty big number right there, 66%. It's more than half, okay? I mean, obviously, in Texas jails, Texas is right on the U.S.-Mexico border. It could be people maybe trying to escape from that country are being booked in the American jails, which, in that case, they're screwed. They're completely screwed, which is, that's okay. They tried to come into our country illegally. They should be screwed. There's legal processes to attain citizenship. Is it hard to do? Yeah, it is, but it should be. We should make it hard for people to become citizens. Why? I feel that to be a citizen of the United States of America is an honor, okay? You should be honored to be a part of our country. Many people want to be a part of our country. We, we have liberty. We have freedom. We have rights that in times, in recent times, are being taken away. But that's, that's a topic for a completely another day. <clears throat> but who wouldn't want to be a part of an American country. I mean, they're amazing. Now, maybe we could make it a little bit easier to apply for citizenship. But even then, I feel like we should keep it the same. We should just keep it completely the same. It's fine how it is. We've been doing it for so many years. Under the Trump administration. He had the lowest number. Of immigrants. Entering the country. Since. I don't know when. He's seriously had such a good grip. On immigration. And it helped the country so much. Because we made more jobs. If you look at the stats. From the Trump administration. You'll see that he's given. Over. 17 million African-Americans jobs and over 15 million um, Latino-American jobs. That's, that's amazing. Why? Because we were able to control our immigration. We made more jobs for Americans by eliminating the problem. The problem being illegal immigrants. It's just that simple. They only support 14.7% of our economy. That's not, that's not a huge number. Right? If we eliminate them, we can make that 14.7% hardworking, legal Americans again. That's what we can do. It's that simple. 
we can free more jobs for legal citizens. <sighs> yeah, that's that's really almost all my views on immigration. Actually, that's not true. I have a couple more. So, now, obviously, immigrants coming into a country working for cheap, but that's lowering... Or it's it's actually hiring our minimum wage. Now, is that a good thing? Maybe for people that are working minimum wage jobs, yeah, that's a very good thing. Because they're making more money and they're being able to support their family at a higher rate. And then we're almost eliminating the welfare and food stamps. But for others, no, it's not good at all, really. Economically speaking, it's completely terrible. It's just right, it's leading to more inflation, right? You have a higher minimum wage, everybody's wages go up pretty much. <clears throat> you have to increase it. Say you have someone working in 2012. Or no, let's say 2019. They're working a job, right? It can be any job, doesn't matter. $20 an hour they're making. And then you have someone applying for an entry-level position, say like a 16-year-old applying for a McDonald's job. They're making $14 an hour, I believe the minimum wage was at that time, or 13 Now, obviously, you're going to have the person who's working much harder or who has been working towards a degree making more. That's capitalism. The more experience you have the more money you should make. Now, 2021, Joe Biden is trying to raise the minimum wage to $20. So now you take the person who was in 2019, two years ago, working a job with a degree, making $20 an hour, who's now making the same amount as someone working as a register worker or a I, I don't know the exact term for it. They're working the register at a McDonald's, right? They're going to be pissed. They paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for their schooling, and they're making the same amount of money as someone working at a register at McDonald's. That's not right. Why is it happening? Because immigrants are coming in, and they're working for cheaper. So we have to raise our minimum wage to try to encourage other Americans to work at these lower income places. You need workers to work at the lower income places. If you didn't, you wouldn't have capitalism, right? You need waiters. You need waitresses. You need hostesses. You need hosts. That's just how it is. <laughs> Now, obviously, they're not going to make as much as the owners of that restaurant, but I can go out right now with no degree, sometimes not even prior experience, and go get a job waitering at, like, an Applebee's. Why? Because the wage is lower. I would be getting paid less than someone with a degree. That's how it should be. That's just basic economics. That's... That's capitalism. Now, the thing is, 
a lot of places aren't hiring legal citizens. They're paying illegal immigrants off the books. They're hiring immigrants from Mexico and many other places. And they're paying them less. They say, oh, you're working off the books. You don't have to pay your taxes. You don't have to pay the taxes against your paycheck. But we're going to pay you slightly less. Is that all right? They'll say, yeah, that's fine. Because they can't pay taxes. They're not citizens. They don't have the proper... They don't have the proper things to pay taxes. And it's better. it benefits... Both of them. I believe it's symbiotic. It's a symbiotic relationship. It benefits both the boss and the worker. The worker gets to stay in America illegally. Doesn't have to pay taxes. The boss gets to get away with paying someone a little bit cheaper. Save a little bit of money. This is is wrong. I, I don't see this being an okay thing to do. I think it's terrible... That people are hiring these immigrants and paying them less just to save on some money. That's why we need to eliminate the illegal immigrants in our country. We need to eliminate any illegal immigration. It's just a terrible thing. It shouldn't be happening. They're taking away jobs. That's, that's a fact. I just told you what they're doing. They're taking away jobs. If I had a child, right, say I had a child that just turned 16 years old, and I go to him, child, now let's give him a name, let's name him, let's name him John, I say John, listen, I love you and all, you can't keep asking me for money, I don't want to give you money, I say John, I need you to go get a job, now John's gonna, I'm gonna be driving around John to all his all these places he wants to apply to. He applies to a McDonald's. He applies to a Chinese food restaurant to wait tables or host there. He applies to an Italian restaurant to host tables or whatever. He applies to all these places, right? He doesn't get any of the jobs. Now, I... I would be upset. Right? I would be extremely upset. You might ask, why would you be upset? Your son didn't get any of these jobs. Or your hypothetical son didn't get any of these jobs. I don't have a child. Now, I wouldn't be upset if he lost these jobs to legal citizens. Be like, alright, it's competition. You can't win them all. You go out another day, you wake up, and you go find yourself another job. You try to apply at more places. You keep going. You keep grinding until you find a place to work. But the thing is, it's not legal citizens taking his job away. It's illegals. They're working for less. You see a 16-year-old white male, let's say, or even 16-year-old black male. The race doesn't even matter. You look at him, and you're like, wow. This kid looks smart. His parents look like they know what they're doing. They've obviously lived in America for a good amount of time. They're not going to want him to work off the books, maybe. 
And then you look at an illegal immigrant, you're like, this guy doesn't know much about our economy, maybe. You can tell him he's working off the books. He doesn't have to pay taxes, and we both benefit. They're going to hire the guy they, they get to pay cheaper. It goes back to what I was saying at the beginning of this podcast. Why would you hire two laborers, one that pays $20 an hour and one that charges $10 an hour? If they do the same quality of work, you wouldn't. That's why they're taking jobs away from Americans. It's just a fact. You can't argue this. I mean, you can, but where are your facts going to be? I would love to know where your facts are going to be that they aren't taking jobs away from Americans. I would love to read those statistics. Because I just presented you guys with all of these. I would love to know. So that's really uh, that's really all I have to say. Today's episode was definitely shorter than I expected. I thought I was going to be able to talk about this topic for hours and hours. Um, I really wasn't able to. That's just how it is. Next episode, I'm going to try to talk about something a little more controversial. I think we might talk about gun control. Or actually, even better, we're going to talk about um, transgenderism and the LGBTQ, whatever you want to call it, community in America. We're going to talk about them. That whole community. That, that should be a pretty good episode. That one will be lengthy because I have very strong views on that whole community and just what they want us Republicans or even some Democrats to conform to and their ideologies that they want us to conform to. So thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. Um, obviously, as time goes on, the quality is going to improve once I learn how to edit these clips and everything. Maybe make my voice sound a little bit better. I don't know. But um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I wish you a blessed day. Enjoy another day. In Joe Biden's America, everybody. Have a good one, guys.